Listener Production. We're the smiley face made out of chocolate chips and your fluffy weekend pancakes. Yummy, 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 yummy. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, 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 welcome to Wednesday. I'm Alex, that's Matt, and I hope you're having a good one no matter what you're up to. Oh, mate, I've been absolutely rinsing Marvel's new Guardian of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Game. Oh, well, I was, I was going to comment on the little Instagram <laughs> you put up yesterday, doing some uh, Guardian of the Galaxy uh, aerobics. Great work, young Padawan. But I thought, oh, should I be mixing my science fiction movie metaphors there? Yeah, you can't, no, you can't be doing that. You've got to be keeping it real, brother. A lot of people did sort of say, hey, this has got Alex Dyson written all over it. But, uh, you know, I guess they were going for the, uh, you know, they wanted the Okine Star-Lord vibes. Thank you very much. That's it. Done very well. Chris Pratt would be very, very proud of you, Matt. So well done. I don't know how you do it. I only, like, that video is only three minutes long. I was absolutely burnt by the end of it. Yeah, look, it does take it out of you throwing your, your limbs around. But as long as it doesn't take it your elbow out of you, you should be totally fine, Matt. But look, thank you so much for joining us here on today's show. Very big one coming up, including Australia's new favourite segments even more than one of these things didn't actually happen. It is What's Hitting with Sarah. People are tuning in from all over the country to get the good word on what's happening in the street. And um, it's starting to work, Matt. I'm starting to feel 20% cooler than I once was since we started this Mate, segment with Sarah. The ratio of chair to comment sections that I've seen <laughs> since we first chatted to Sarah has gone through the roof. <laughs> Absolutely. If shares were Shiba Inu, we would be seeing quite the Elon-esque bump. We'd be seeing quite the updoots on uh, on <laughs> There'd that There'd be a one. few rocket ships pumping to the moon. God, We've awesome. also got... Oh, we might also do some plank calls, Alex Dyson. What do you reckon? I think we might have to. There's a funny story that's coming out of the US, as per usual, but I think it fits in very, very well. Where We can give away the last of our all-day breakfast robes. It is good, good times. Thank you for joining us here on All Day Breakfast. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. You know, back in my day, Alex Dyson, every call was from an unknown number. <laughs> yeah, that's right, because uh, you used to have to call the lady in the telephone exchange who'd take the cord out of the hole and put it in the one you needed to, to get it to. <laughs> yeah, back in my day, uh, <laughs> there only were, you know, a handful of telephones on the street. My phone number was six. <laughs> um, no, it was just because, yeah, your phone yeah. would call, you'd pick it up. You'd say, you know... Okine residents. Yep, on the household. And away you'd go. But now kids fear the unknown number <laughs> so much so. You may have seen this new story coming out of a uh, hiker lost in Colorado, was was lost in the bush for 24 hours, ignored phone calls from rescuers because it came up unknown number. Now, if that isn't <laughs> the most millennial thing <laughs> you, can, you can do. Can you imagine that? Tired, thirsty, freezing, and then just... Bring, bring. Nah, <laughs> I, I don't. That's probably someone from the bank. Well, it's interesting because didn't plan to go for 24 hours. It was a um, person on an exhibition, 18th of October, Mount Elbert, the highest peak in the state of Colorado. And there's a few high peaks around there. But if he had reception, he'd be able to call rescuers himself. The rescuers are probably getting the voicemail. It's like, hey, I don't check this. Just leave a text or something <laughs> like that. I think it's probably pretty clear what happened. Mm. No credit. That could be it. 
That See, could be the I mean, one. that's what that's what <clears throat> I reckon is going on. That, I mean, that that really speaks to my situation. Well, 24 hours later, the hiker found the way to made it to the car, but didn't know that the search team was looking for them. Uh, the rescuers have since written up on their Facebook. The subject ignored repeated phone calls from us because they didn't recognise the number. If you're overdue according to your itinerary and you start getting repeated calls from an unknown number, please <laughs> answer the phone. It may be a search and rescue team trying to confirm you're safe. I set my phone number to be unknown. Do you? It's because no. I need to call someone. I didn't want them to know my number. But then right. I forgot and I kept calling other people. And you thought you were just really unpopular. Fully. I was like, why isn't anyone answering my calls? And then when finally someone did, they were like, Catherine speaking. And I was like, Cat, what are you talking? <laughs> like, why are you saying Catherine? Yeah, it's, it's Matt. Like, oh, yeah, and like they right. answer so differently when you're in private number. Well, people often do, but there's two people I would say you need to answer unknown numbers for. One is if you're hiking and you're 24 hours late for getting home, answer the unknown number. Or two, if you've signed up to be part of Matt and Alex's plank calls. That's right. You would be a fool to ignore our private calls. That's it. It's happening again. We're probably setting the nation up to answer phone calls from... The spammers, mm. the debt collectors, all these people who call from private numbers just because people are so thirsty to win some sweet, sweet Matt and Alex all-day robes. That's right. Only a couple of robes left and we're giving them away by calling you whilst we're in the plank position. We need to remain in the plank for as long as possible whilst trying to get you to say the code word of the day. And I think uh, inspired by this Colorado man who got lost in the forest and didn't answer, Matt, we're going to go with the word wilderness. Okay, we need oh. to get our plank call victims slash contestants to say the word wilderness. That stops the clock. It stops our plank. And it means that uh, if they get the fastest time, they're going to be getting themselves a sweet, sweet all-day breakfast robe. Okay, well, I lost dismally last time, bamboozled by some very crafty <laughs> reconstruction of your word, Alex Dyson. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You've got to be crafty in this game because we do have a couple of words we're not allowed to say whilst planking. And with wilderness, we're going with not allowed to say bush, not allowed to say jungle, not allowed to say forest. Okay, so any of those, you get buzzed out. I think you stuffed it up a little while ago in bok choy, you said the word green, which was a big <laughs> no-no. But we're also, wild is a given. You're not allowed to say wild mm -hmm. because that's part of wilderness. All right. So there's kind of four words that you can't say. Yeah. Whilst explaining to this other person to try and get them to say the word wilderness. Uh, and I think it's my turn to go first. Shall we do it? Yeah, get down, Alex Dyson. All right, I'm going to get in position. Get into position. I'm going to call the first contestant, hopefully picks up from this unknown number. Let's see if Ray picks up. Plank call. First one for a little while. See if we're in the game. Hello, Raina speaking. Hi, Ray. It's Alex. I'm in the plank position. Can you please say a word for me? What is a uh, the animal in The Lion King that runs down the hill and kills Mufasa? Um, Scarface. No, uh, it's the... Um, oh, antelope. Yeah, no, veggie eater. Zebra. Uh, and, oh, no, it's a different one with horns. Um, <laughs> No. Do you remember the film with Ryan Reynolds' his first film, Van Someone Party Liaison? Oh, my God. I do not know films. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm killing you. I'm killing you. Yeah. Um, Shit. Hang on. James. Um, if you are I'm in the James. desert, if you're yeah. lost in the desert, you're out in the... Oh, my God. Um, Sahara. Almost. Um... 
What the in Scotland? What's the monster? The lock something monster. Ness. Yes. The, the word ends in that second part. Um. <laughs> and it's still the animal. It, it can be. The first part of the word is. Um. Ah. Uh, um. A musical that Tim Minchin wrote is is um. Oh, I'm falling down. I'm down. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ray. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. I literally yes. get oh. all of them and I'm like, how can that person be so dumb? No, no, no. That was <laughs> fine. You got close. I lasted in the plank a minute 13. Wow. Oh, um, but it was pretty You've close. you training during COVID. I was. Um, yeah, I know, right? He's got, he's got quite the core. <laughs> the wow. core strength. It wasn't Good enough crash. today. The word we were after was... Wilderness. Oh. Um, I was thinking of the wildebeest running down the okay. hill yeah. and, and oh. trampling our, our one true king, Mufasa. Oh. Um, I'm so sorry. But no, African animals, there's a lot of them. Could have been the, <laughs> could have been the kudu. I've also um, been watching a lot of Meat Eater, so I was trying to think of all the exotic ones. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. Okay, well, the good news is if you hang on the line, we'll see how Matt goes with his plank call. If it's longer than a minute 13... Okay. I think you're All in right. with a chance here. You've really got as much chance as anyone here, okay? <laughs> yeah, with your track record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> All right, Matt, it's you over to you. abs like jelly right now. I, I think it's 3-0, so you need this, mate. You need this. Get in the position. Right. And I'm going to call your plank call contestant, Gabby. Are you ready for this? You just say, okay, what am I? What are my three words? Can you can't say, me? say bush, jungle, or forest or wild? Okay, okay, ready. We're calling Gabby now. Hello, Gabby speaking. Gabby, you're being planked called. It's Matt O'Kine. How are you? Hey, good. <laughs> great, 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 great. Okay, okay. You're, it's a word. You're out nature. Um, there's lots of greenery. Uh, you're a tree, sightseeing. Forest. It's, it's a uh, Fresh air, um, animals. A hike. You're exploring the wilderness. Yeah! Oh, it. Twenty-two seconds. No! Oh, congratulations, <laughs> Gabby! Wow! <laughs> the wilderness what? is the word, and you have won yourself an all-day breakfast rope. Congratulations! Oh, I love rope. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can wear it in the wilderness, Gabby, with uh, whatever you want underneath because you are a winner. Oh, thanks, guys. That's That's pretty incredible. What were you up to when uh, the phone randomly rang? I was doing a stock take at work. It really sucks. So this has really brightened my day. Wow. Oh, brilliant. Well, there you go. I mean, I'm glad that all these people answer their phone at work. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Was there any um, concern that was an unknown number? What were you thinking? Yeah, I was a bit concerned, but my parents called from a private, so I just thought it was my dad. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, well, good. Well, uh, you kind of is, Gabby, because daddy's given you a robe. All right? Um, <laughs> okay, congratulations. Hang on the line. We'll get your details, and you've got um, some sweet comfort coming your way, Gabby. All right, amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, playing Plank Calls. And if you'd like to register your number, producer Bron keeps a keen eye on the matt.n.alex inbox. You can get your phone number in there. And at any moment, Matt and Alex might be uh, giving you a ring whilst in the plank position. (laughs) Damn, it feels good to be alive. (laughs) Well done, mate. Finally on on the the scoreboard. (laughs) Your beauty. This is all day breakfast. 
I'm calling it. That's cool. Jippy. What about like? That's pretty cool. What's hitting? A little thing called. What's hitting with Sarah? Yes, that's right, Alex Dyson. Uh, it's that time of the week again where we chat to one of our new favorite people who helps guide us through what's cool and what's not in this day and age. Because Lord knows, Alex Dyson and I do not know anymore. It is Sarah, and it's this week's What's Hitting with Sarah. Sarah, how are we? Good. How are you guys? Yeah, not too bad. Um, last time we chatted, we talked about the chair emoji popping up in a in a few of the TikTok videos and comment sections. Here's the thing what I, that I feel with TikTok, okay? I've been around for a few years now. I was slow to get on board, and now I regret it. The train has left the platform. I'm running with my bags, <laughs> trying to hail it down. Please, driver, stop. So I need to find out what is going to be the next train departing from this platform, all right? What, what are the secret cool apps that you guys are using? Secret cool apps? Oh, God. Um, well, it's mostly TikTok and Snapchat is very popular with my generation. Really? I thought chat, Snapchat was gone. No, Snapchat is like, like, for example, you know, like how... A few decades ago or a decade, people like when a guy like went and asked a girl, he'd ask for her number. No, we ask for snaps now. Oh, what's your Snapchat? Because when, yes. when I was growing up, um, we used to play Snap, which was a card game <laughs> where you had to <laughs> slam your hand down when two physical cards were of the same. Uh, so that was that was the, no. the fun we so had. You ask we each other, so kids, up. people asked each other out on Snapchat and only on Snapchat. Yeah. Well, like, not only on Snapchat, but it's, like, one of the very common things. Like, for example, like, a guy has once come up to me and he was like, what's your snap? And I was like, ew. <laughs> Ooh. There we, oh, wait, if, you're not, if you can't hear what, what Sarah's doing, there was a big old palm up, no thank you, please talk to the on. head because the, uh, the face don't want to hear it no more. Now, um, it's not just us, us that gets to pick your brain, Sarah. Uh, the listeners of All Day Breakfast uh, have got open slather to um, ask the questions that you might you don't want to ask, you know, in a public forum lest you get laughed at by the youth around you. And so um, we've got some people who have got in touch. Lucy sent us a message saying, thank you so much for your segment, What's Hitting with Sarah. Keep it, please. I'm a high school teacher and I don't get all the lingo the kids use. I've been on maternity leave all year, so I'll be even more out of the loop when I return. Save me, Sarah. <laughs> so um, you've been doing some public service to uh, a lot of people out there. A couple of weeks ago, you mentioned, you know, drippy and uh, fit check. Have you got any other lingo that you can help Lucy out when she comes back from mat leave and walks into the class and goes, hey, gang, what's cooking? <laughs> oh, are you guys aware of the term sim? Simp. Yeah, but yes. I wasn't sure. Is simp, like, simp offensive? It's like I don't know because I had like a little thing, like I had a little like what like checklist of like from the last time we talked about this, and I'm glad it's still there. But um, one of the words on there is like simp, and it's it's like an insult, but it's just it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But basically, what it means it's like if a guy is nice to a girl, he's a simp. Right. <laughs> and like, for example, like it just gets used so commonly. Like one time, a boy in my class, he was going to fill up his water bottle, and one of my like mates, she asked him to fill up hers as well, and so he grabbed it, and the whole class just went, <laughs> and, and just. 
So is no no one going to do anyone a favour anymore for fear of being labelled a simp, Sarah? Yeah, and, like, I I just turned around and I was, like, because, like, it was just, like, because you just got the back row of the boys who, like, just gamer boys, and they just went, simp! And, like, just... Your friend was choking and they were like, quick, give her the Heimlich manoeuvre. And everyone's like, oh, simp, as if. Uh, <laughs> as if you'd save someone's life, you simp. All right, well, that's uh, good to know. So, Lucy, if you're heading back to school, beware of simp. That's what that means. Um, James also has a question for you, Sarah. Let's have a listen to this. I was hoping you could get Sarah to help settle an argument between my partner and I. Uh, just recently she sent me a few videos and referenced them as being iconic. Uh, now, I didn't really agree that they were iconic because they're a bit mediocre and forgettable, but uh, apparently the kids these days have uh, repurposed the word iconic as a, sort of a, a replacement for cool. Um, I haven't heard it being used in this way before, but she swears black and blue that is the new meaning of the word. Hopefully, Sarah can help settle this argument between us. Iconic Sarah? Okay. How should that word be used? So, his partner actually has a point because iconic is, like, kind of used as, like, a compliment now. Like, when I first cut my mullet, my whole comment section on Instagram was just, iconic! And I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, ooh, okay. And there I it is. My, I, put my, I put my mullet into ponytail today so I don't look like a football player. <laughs> like you can literally like you can do anything these days and she's like you're iconic and it's like no you're not but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I think it is I think calling something iconic I guess it's a massive compliment which is being appropriated for small things which can be funny unless that thing is yourself where you come off a little bit of a bit of a simp to yourself dare I say <laughs> but like I'm so sorry to the guy that asked the question but his partner is white well there we go we've heard Whoa, it from Sarah <laughs> Um, our mate James is absolutely not hitting with that one. So thank you very much. Please. And that's the, what the segment's all about, what's hitting with Sarah, so you can get in the know. If you've got a question for Sarah, please send us a voice memo, shoot us a text, matt.n.alex on Instagram. We would love to hear from you and uh, get the final word from the, uh, the most iconic girl in the game. Sorry. <laughs> Was that I, not laugh, the, the I right laugh at the word worst time. time. To use it? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. No problem. All day breakfast. Mmm, drippy. Tell you what, mate, lockdown does funny things to people. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know I know that, look, a lot of Australia, if you're listening, you know, you've been in Queensland, <laughs> Tassie, South Australia, West Australia, basically everywhere except for where I've been. <laughs> except for where we've been, thank you we've very much. Been, sorry. Yeah, I often think about you listening in Perth, just wondering when will these boys shut up about, about restrictions. Well, actually, tell us, do you, do, you, do you hate hearing about it or do you, is it kind of interesting to watch one side of the country just going completely insane <laughs> while you're just like, sweet. Yeah. But look, I was at a park and it was one of those parks with the water fountains that comes out of the out of the floor. All right, that's you know? dangerous taking a, a youngster near those ones because they always just get soaked. 
Oh, well, that's why we went. Sophia right. just loves it. Okay. Anyway, topless bus goes past. Like a double-decker you know? bus with no roof. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, great. And, uh, and, I, and I looked at it. I looked at the beautiful blue sky. I mm. thought, I turned to Belinda, I said, maybe we should do a bus tour. Lockdown has broken you, hasn't it? <laughs> I've lived here for 13, 14 years now. <laughs> and suddenly I want to do pay $30 to go on a bus. Look, I know how to pay money and buy bus tickets and get to every spot that bus goes to on just yep. a normal bus. Yeah, but you get to do it sunburnt. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely frying, sizzling underneath the heat. Sophia whinging, us mm. making sure that she doesn't try to climb up over the edge of the thing. Yeah, what was I? What am I thinking? I prefer the double decker bus to the um, to the bus tour being offered by a Hong Kong tour company. A five hour bus ride to nowhere. Ooh. Ulu Travel is the name of the company. They're offering tickets well, to the on, longest. Hold on. What? There's a bus company going <laughs> selling tickets to Adelaide. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know Bottom what, of the just, barrel. Lockdown I, I, has cooked you. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Before we go any further, I was trying to figure out where the, where, what I should say. Adelaide, very cheap shot. I actually love Adelaide. Where would you have said? Bus rides to nowhere. Um, where is it okay? Because people in Adelaide, it's a great place. I yeah. love it. And I'm thinking, well, where is the permissible cheap shot? A permissible cheese one. Taking a bus ride to nowhere, I would say. Oh, wait. Uh, catching a bus ride to the Parliamentary Ethics <laughs> Committee. <laughs> a place that doesn't exist. Oh, wait. There is isn't one. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry. No, we'll okay, get, there we we'll get back to it. The longest bus route in Hong Kong, travelling 47 miles around the Tian Mun Highway and North Lantau Island on the uninterrupted sleeping bus. You get on the bus... Their idea is you pay for a bus ticket, you get on the bus, they do a loop of Hong Kong, end up back where you started, you just had a nap on the bus. That's the idea. I'm sure that they're aware that the bed has been invented, but they have decided (laughs) to offer you to come and pay to sleep on a bus. That's so weird. But you get a meal as well. Well, you can choose between four types of cabins. Uh, bus tickets ranging from thirteen to fifty-one dollars. Offers a food coma lunch, and stops at various scenic sites and drop-off locations. Two-course Western meal before boarding the bus, and then you start sleeping. It is already sold out. <laughs> and I'm sure they've got what a lot of these buses have: toilet at the back. So they're offering you <laughs> a seat next to a portable toilet. <laughs> Ending up in the same spot with sleeping at a 45 degree angle. Would ya? Absolutely not. <laughs> if I wanted to go on a long school camp again, I'd head back to Buddy <laughs> Warnable Primary School and drive to Canberra, aka the bus ride to nowhere. There it is. Oh, we put it in. <laughs> Sorry, Canberra. I had to do it, mates. Had to do it. Um <laughs> Have we done sleeping bus stories? Have we done where have you... We did where have you fallen asleep, right? Um, where have you ended up? Where have you fallen asleep? Well, you know, regular listeners to Matt and Alex might have heard me tell the story of the time I was too cheap to get a taxi back from King's Cross. So I got on the bus, fell asleep and woke up in the depot with the sun coming up <laughs> and the bus driver getting off the bus and I'm just there surrounded by all these other buses. <laughs> <laughs> that was annoying. <laughs> Further away from where I started. Where would you pay to sleep? That's a better question. <laughs> 
<laughs> where would you pay to sleep? Because I've heard people, I think Zan Rowe mentioned it one day, old co-host of ours from mm. J Days, Zan Rowe, currently on Double J. I believe she got off the plane somewhere, interstate. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, maybe as a comedian. Anyways, <laughs> someone got off the plane, the hotel doesn't open for another two hours, so they just go to a movie just to sleep. Really, just to sit in air conditioning and sleep at the movies? Aircon, kick back, go to sleep. So where have you paid or where would you pay to sleep? Let us know at matt.n.alex. Well, I'm actually a little bit annoyed at this, Matt, because it's obvious that Ulu Travel saw the episode of Dragon's Den where you and I went and pitched this exact same idea to the dragons. Hi, we're Matt and Alex, and have we got an opportunity for you that the whole world is sleeping on. What does everyone in the world do? (laughs) No, not yell taxi when someone drops a glass. (laughs) The answer is sleep. But for far too long, the big wigs in the sleeping industry have been lying down on the job. (laughs) That's right, Alex. Introducing Sleep Platinum, the biggest leap in sleep since counting sheep. You've heard of the standing desk? Well, now you're ready for the standing sleep with beds mounted at a 90-degree angle and packed tightly next to strangers. And where most beds remain in a single place during the night, by putting our beds in 38 rows of two and jamming them in a bus, Sleep Platinum is the only sleep system on the market with a chance of crashing into oncoming traffic. Sick of not sleeping next to a public toilet? All Sleep Platinum's beds are guaranteed to be within sniffing distance of the one communal bathroom facility on the bus, meaning you get all the convenience of your toilet being occupied when you need to go during the night without the hassle of other users being able to stand up straight in the night and instead being rocked by the motion of the bus and spilling it everywhere. So invest in Sleep Platinum. The sleep of your dreams. With the added benefit of a rocking bus, meaning people pee everywhere. Hey! I smell toast. Well, Alex Dyson, let's talk about international travel opening up. Yeah. Getting me a little bit excited. Got my eyes set on a few destinations. I went to renew my passport. We went into lockdown and now it's expired and I'm like, what am I going to do? Well, you don't send it anywhere. It'll take bloody three months to get back. (laughs) Yeah, true. You don't want to get stuck somewhere. (laughs) I'm thinking about Fiji, wouldn't mind. But I've been thinking about a lot of my, you know, family members from Ghana, especially the ones in Australia who haven't been able to travel home for a very long time. It's already Mm -hmm. very expensive to get anywhere because... Eventually, I'll go to Ghana with Sophia. Mm. And you know how there's little things when you go to countries that just sort of trip you out a little bit? Certainly do. They're almost the same, but they're slightly different. Yeah. Right? For instance, in Ghana, people say, you're welcome Mm -hmm. in its exact literal meaning. As in, you are welcome here. (laughs) Right. Yet I still think of it as a response to thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Exactly. So when you rock up to someone's house in Accra. I'll shake your hand and go, you're welcome. Yep. And I'm like, I didn't even say thank you. Like <laughs> my head, I, I can't wrap my head around why you keep saying you're welcome. I'm like, 
none of us have actually done anything yet. I don't know why you're saying you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. It's like <laughs> all the time. And it's, yeah. Okay. And one of my cousins held my hand because guys hold hands way more over there. I remember mm. that. I was like 15, and and I was just like, oh, what this is, is interesting. <laughs> interesting. No, no, just, no, no, no. Tell us what you actually thought. <laughs> well, I thought <laughs> Tell that, us in the literal sense. I was like, does this guy, does he know we're related? Like, this is a little bit weird. But it's oh, no. every, like, all yeah. the guys hold hands over there. Like, that was just a thing. It mm. certainly was back in, you know, 2000 when I first visited. Interesting. There were so many just little things like that that I couldn't wrap my head around. Uh, that's an interesting cultural yeah, experience, which you know, everyone, if they're heading overseas, will have to uh, get back in the swing of being adaptable in those ways. Well, that's why I want to ask you, um, mm-hmm. listening, you know, what are the beautiful differences that we all have uh, that you've picked up on on your travels that you just, you just weren't expecting? I remember the, a beautiful difference in Paris. I was in France. Um, managed to run into uh, Rob Millsy Mills Whoa. of Rob Mills fame. And, um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's such a lovely, affable Australian man. And we're in yeah. this Parisian restaurant and I caught up with him and his four friends. I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? Come for dinner. And he's like, and they were in a set table of four with a booth. And next to them was two people sitting in a table of two in the booth and whatever. And the rest of a few tables free. And uh, Millsy's like, oh, how about we just ask these two people to move to another table? There's a few other twos free. I'm sure they'll be fine. And and I'll sit down. And I said, no, Millsy. No, not, not in France. You know, French restaurants. I, I just, I can, I can come back in a bit. He's like, no, 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 it'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. Goes up and says, hi. Good Australian accent. I was just wondering, can we get these guys to move? And she's like, uh, no, I do not think that will be okay. No, that will not be okay. And he's like, oh, but it's another free table. She's like, no, no, no. That, no, no, no. That would, would not be possible. And I'm like, there, you see, that's fine. I'll, I'll be go. And Mills is like, no, I'm sure if we just ask these guys. Oh, if, my God. I think they look like tourists as well. They, could, they were chatting English. And so Millsy went and asked the two dudes. And they're like, yeah, sure, we could move over to the side. The lady was furious. <laughs> this French woman. And it was so awkward because then I sit down and she's like, no, it is just my restaurant, you know. Starts <laughs> doing this. It was the most awkward vibe, and I just had to go. Like, I'm because then because I'd come from food, so she's like, "What well, would you like to eat?" And I'm like, oh, "I might just get this entree." Things like, "No, you cannot just get an entree if you do this." And I'm like, "I've got to get out of here." So You're I left. Like, you know what? <laughs> I left. You know what? I am not welcome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This in France, no direct translation for no worries. So. I would just recommend if going into French restaurants, you don't just start moving customers around. Moving and chairs like, will, around. Willy nilly. So I think Millsy learned the hard way at that one. That was uh, tray awkward. <laughs> well, let us know if you've got any uh, any awkward travel stories or misunderstandings or just things that you never were expecting. Hit us up at matt.n.alex. All day breakfast. And look, that does bring us to the end of another episode of All Day Breakfast. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thanks to Sarah for uh, giving us the hits and misses of this week. And um, we'll hopefully catch you tomorrow. Yeah, you can always keep in touch with us at matt.and.alex. If anything you've heard on the show sparks a thought, a memory 
or, or a little bit of feedback. Or joy. Or a little bit of joy. Always up for those ones too. Cheers again for hanging out with us. We'll see you for a big old Thursday episode tomorrow on All Day Breakfast. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.